Listener Production. Howdy crew, an unusual Saturday drop this one to get you in the mood for footy finals. There will be a few random episodes dropping featuring various footy stars, hopefully from both codes through September. So if you hit follow or subscribe or whatever your preferred podcast player calls it, you will not miss any content. It is easy, it is free, simple. Thank you. Anyway, we start today courtesy of the good, good folk from Fox Sports and KO who just broadcast the 2023 All-Australian Team announcement. So let's hear from Darcy Moore, Nick Dacos, Taylor Walker and the skipper of the All-Oz team, Toby Green. Firstly, Toby... What did you think when Gil said the captain of the All-Australian team is Toby Green? Congratulations. No, thank you, mate. Um, oh, it's a it's an amazing honour um, to captain, you know, a group of guys that, that just got mentioned. Um, probably something I didn't think would ever happen in my career. So, um, yeah, just it's an amazing achievement. And, um, yeah, won't forget it. You're the captain of your own football club. If you were the captain when a young Toby Green first got drafted and wandered into the football club, what would the current Toby Green say to the young Toby Green walking into the club? Uh, it's a good question. Um, uh, we straighten up a bit. Uh, and then um, I, think, I think I always had, you know, reasonable training habits and things like that, but uh, probably my stuff off field wasn't up to scratch and needed to come a long way, uh, which it probably has over the last five or six years. Nick, congratulations on your second season. I think the likes of Mark Rusciuto and Chad Wingard have been nominated and made All-Australian in their second season. And Tex rolls in too. Nice to see the big Tex here. Great to see. We'll get to you in a moment, big fella. Um, We've heard a lot about you and your individual game and congratulations. We hope you heal it up really soon. The man beside you is your captain. What type of captain is Darcy? Yeah, Darcy's been amazing. He's very calm. Um, I think he's taken the role in his stride. It's only his first year, but I think he's been a leader for many years within the club and now he's officially got the title and um, we're all thriving playing under him. He had Pendles before him who did a great job too. So, um, yeah, I've had two great captains in back-to-back years and hopefully, yeah, Darcy can take us all the way. I don't know how many brothers have been involved in the same All-Australian team, so congratulations to you and your brother. Take us to the backyard. Who was who? What was it like? Who were you? Who was Josh? Who did you grow up idolising? What were the games like? Loved Silrioli growing up, but I used to struggle, um, obviously being a left footer. So, yeah, used to struggle imitating Cyril, but, um, yeah, Josh and I have been in the backyard for hours just playing with each other, so it's pretty surreal to be up here um, with the names you mentioned before. Darcy, I asked Nick to talk about you. Congratulations yourself, mate, your second All-Australian. What, what did you think of the young man when he first wandered into the club a couple of seasons ago? Yeah, he was, um, I mean, his talent was really undeniable and so obvious from the very first drill that Nick stepped into. It was like, wow, he found space when there wasn't any and just didn't waste a possession, which stood out even in pre-season training. So um, to watch him do what he's done over the next 24 months has been pretty incredible and you know, I have the, the best seat in the house. I get to sit front row and watch him do his thing. So it's pretty special for such a young man. And I think he's going to be up on this stage a few more times over his career. The father-son rule is such a fantastic rule. And Collingwood's obviously done really well. You're both examples of that. You, you grew up as a young man, as a Collingwood supporter. When you were named captain of the football club, growing up, your father was a legend of the football club. What did it mean to you? It's such a famous football club. Yeah, it was a it was enormous honour. Um, very... Um, yeah, very sentimental moment for sure. You know, we're only the second um, the second father-son combo to captain the club. So that was pretty cool and pretty historic. And to share that with my dad is, is something really special. And I'm sure when my career's over, we'll 
sit back and uh, reflect on it and think, um, yeah, how special was that? So, yeah, it's very cool. The big man to the left, fourth time he's been nominated for the All-Australian team after 16 seasons, a special round of applause, first time in 16... It's a brilliant effort, mate. And the roar when your name was called out, you're such a popular figure, 70-odd goals this year, the most goals you've kicked. How have you performed at such a high level 16 seasons in? And congratulations to you, Taylor. Uh, Thanks, mate. Uh, Well, probably a couple of years ago, I thought I was a bit buggered, to be honest, Harry. My knee was causing me a bit of grief. um, And I changed a little bit of what I was doing, my strength program. And, um, you know, I've been able to train under Darren Burgess. He's been enormous for me. And Josh Manuel, who is our strength coach, he's been able to help me get back to being physically fit. Uh, And then obviously being mentally fit. I've got three kids at home, my beautiful wife, Ellie. So I think the life balance has allowed me to go to the football club and, you know, I'd literally go into the club and just enjoy it for what it is. I'm very grateful for what I do and, you know, I go over to Perth on the weekend and I walk out and I, I think it's my, I treat it as though it's my last time I'm probably ever going to play there. So to be able to enjoy moments like that, um, I think it just allows me to play and enjoy football for what it is and just have a real passion inside to continue to play for as long as I can. You mentioned your wife and kids. Tell us about your kids. What impact have they had on you? How have they changed you as a, as a, far, as a person, as a father and as a footy player? Oh, I love it, mate. It's, um, you know, playing football is probably the best job in the world, but being a father is 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times better than that. Hugo's three and a half. Louis, what's he, two and a half and Hattie's 10 months old. So two boys and a girl and... They challenge me, they put grey hairs on my head, but they also give me an enormous amount of joy. I love getting home and my second child, Louis, he walks up to me, his speech isn't that great at the moment, but I understand what he's saying. How's your day, Dad? So for my two-and-a-half-year-old son to say that to me, it, yeah, I just love getting home and probably got a couple of speeding fines on the way home, but uh, it's all worth it. Um, we, we know these gentlemen for what they do on the football ground, but there's so much more to them uh, as people away from football. We'll start with you, Toby. The fifth quarter, Isaac Heaney, a lot of people won't realise, um, your passion for football. Tell us about you and Isaac joining together and trying to spread the word of footy in New South Wales, which a lot of people wouldn't know about, and you deserve credit for it, Toby. No, I appreciate it, mate. Um, yeah, I've, uh, I've sort of had the idea for a while, and Heaney's been, um, you know, a big figure in, in New South Wales, and I guess the whole the whole goal is to grow the game in Sydney and then New South Wales and you know we've um, been working on it now for since the start of the year and comes together in October and hopefully you know get as many kids um, playing AFL footy in Sydney because I think there's a there's a real market for it and there's a huge opportunity to grow the game up there. Darcy, tell what have you got behind you education wise? Yeah, I've uh, finished a Bachelor of Commerce a couple of years ago. Yes. So it took me six years to knock that off. And I've just, I'm about halfway through a Master's of International Relations at the moment. So that's keeping me busy off the field. We heard you speak uh, on Anzac Day and the whole football world was, wow, this guy has got a lot to give to the community. When you finish up playing footy after seven more All-Australians and a couple more premierships with a bloke here beside you, have you got a, a path you'd like to follow? No, I'm not sure yet. I'm still... Um, yeah, still analysing my options, really. So um, who knows? Maybe I'll be calling footy and I'll put you out of a job. You're far too educated, Darcy. Far too educated to be calling football. And the other thing you couldn't do is afford the pay cut. But good luck with the role. <laughs> Nick, so much ahead of you in life. What's it like? How have you dealt with being 
a pinup boy in Melbourne. Wherever you go, you burst onto the scene and all of a sudden your life is a public life. How, how have you dealt with that? Yeah, I guess it's amazing for me. It's very surreal when I walk down the street and someone or a little kid will ask me for a photo and I always take great pride in that and remember when I was a young boy and used to ask people for photos or my heroes. So I'm, it's very humbling for me. Um, it has taken a little bit of adjusting and um, something I'm not used to. I still view myself as just an ordinary person and then um, you walk down the street and you get reminded that you're a figure or you're a footy player. So um, it's very humbling for me. And Big Tex, so many people talk about what you do away from footy. We've heard, we heard Zach talking about Ronald McDonald House. I know talking to anyone in the Adelaide community, they always say, you need Tex to do anything to help anyone. He's happy to do that. We don't hear that side about you. How do you view your role in the community as someone that can put a smile on a face or have a photo or go and meet people and greet people and people that might not be doing it that easy in life, just give them a little bit of a kick along, which is, which is a wonderful thing to be able to do in your position. Yeah, we, we're very grateful for what we do and we're able to influence people um, in the community and people that are less fortunate than we are, Howie. And oh, I've, a bit like Nick, like I was a young kid once and I looked up to AFL players as well and you see kids that are sick, you see families that are struggling and if it takes five minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever it is, half a day, why can't you give some of your time up? So, yeah, I... I love it. It's part of what we do and I, I embrace it. And it's funny, I get a little bit excited when I play against Nick. When I played against him this year, I was like, this kid's a freak. Strikes <laughs> him. I love it. You're doing a good job, mate. Same guys, Tech. Same guys. Last one for you, Toby. You're captain of the team. The forward line, it had you in it. It had Charlie Kerno, Charlie Cameron, it had Petrarca in there. What, what's the instruction as you wander down to 50? Is it clear out and leave it to me? Or how are you handling this group, Toby? Yeah, well, big text probably deserves it, being the older older figure in there, and then then Charlie second, and then the other boys can sort it out after that. All right, congratulations to you all. For those still playing, look forward to your seasons ahead. You've got some big finals coming up, not just footballers, but great young men. Great to see you all up here.